All right, we are wrestling with theology, and it is the month of May, so we are now moving to the three-episode-a-week format, where every week you have Confessional Corner on Monday, Wednesday you have Pro Wrestling America, and Thursday you have Digging Deeper. So today, Monday, May 3rd, we are in the Confessional Corner, continuing to look through Article 4 of the Apology of the Augsburg Confession as we talk about justification. And we are in paragraph 86. And from paragraph 86 to 102, really we have just Melanchthon going through a laundry list of Bible passages to prove justification by faith alone on account of Christ alone. And so I won't have very many comments. I'm just going to read through this section, paragraphs 86 to 102, notating each of the each of the scripture references, and maybe a little bit of commentary at the end. All right, so let's start. Apology, Article 4, Paragraph 86. Since we receive forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit through faith alone, faith alone justifies. For those reconciled are counted as righteous and as God's children. This is not because of their own purity, but through mercy for Christ's sake, provided only that they receive this mercy through faith. So scripture testifies that by faith we are accounted righteous, Romans 3.26. We will add testimonies that clearly declare that faith is that very righteousness through which we are accounted righteous before God. This is not because faith is a work that is worthy in itself. It is because faith receives the promise by which God has declared that for Christ's sake he wishes to show favor to those believing in him, or because God knows that Christ Jesus was made our wisdom and our righteousness and sanctification and redemption. 1 Corinthians 1.30 In the epistle to the Romans, Paul discusses this topic specifically. He declares that when we believe God, for Christ's sake, is reconciled to us, we are justified freely through faith. This point, which contains the statement of the entire discussion, Paul sets forth in the third chapter. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Romans 3.28 The adversaries conclude that this passage refers to Levitical ceremonies. But Paul speaks not only of the ceremonies, but of the whole law. For he quotes afterwards, in chapter 7, verse 7, from the Ten Commandments, You shall not covet. If moral works would merit the forgiveness of sins and justification, there would also be no need for Christ in the promise. All that Paul says about the promise would be overthrown. He would also have been wrong in writing to the Ephesians, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works. Chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Paul likewise refers to Abraham and David in Romans 4, 1 and 6. But they had God's command for circumcision. Therefore, if any works justified, these works must also have justified at the time that they have the command. But Augustine teaches correctly that Paul speaks of the entire law, as he discusses at length in his book on the Spirit in the Letter, where he finally says, These matters, having been considered and treated, according to the ability that the Lord has thought worthy to give us, we conclude that a person is not justified by the precepts of a good life, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Lest we may decide that faith justifies came from Paul without consideration, he fortifies and confirms this teaching by a long discussion in Romans 4. Afterward, he repeats it in all his letters. 
So he says in Romans chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. And to the one who does not work, but trust him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Here he clearly says that faith itself is credited for righteousness. Faith is that thing God declares to be righteousness. Paul adds that righteousness is credited freely. He says that it could not be credited freely if it were due because of works. Therefore, he excludes also the merit of moral works. For if justification before God were due to these moral works, faith would not be credited for righteousness without works. Afterward, in Romans 4.9, we say that faith was counted to Abraham as righteousness. Romans 5.1 says, Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God. This means we have consciences that are peaceful and joyful before God. Romans 10.10 says, With the heart one believes and is justified. Here he declares that faith is the righteousness of the heart. We also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Galatians 2.16 For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2.8-9 But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. John 1, 12 and 13. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have everlasting life. John 3, 14 and 15. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. John 3, 17 and 18. Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Acts 13, 38 and 39. How could the office of Christ and justification be declared more clearly? Paul says that the law does not justify. Therefore Christ was given, that we may believe that for his sake we are justified. He plainly denies justification by the law. So for Christ's sake, we are accounted righteous when we believe that God, for his sake, has been reconciled to us. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts 4, 11 and 12. Christ's name is received only by faith. Therefore we are saved by confidence in Christ's name, and not by confidence in our works. For the name here means the cause that is mentioned, because of which salvation is gained. To call upon Christ's name is to trust in his name as the cause or price because of which we are saved. Acts 15.9 says, Cleanse their hearts by faith. Therefore the faith that the apostles speak about is not useless knowledge, but a reality. It receives the Holy Spirit and justifies us. We've had all kinds of stuff from Paul, but now as we get into these last couple of paragraphs, Melanchthon goes back to the Old Testament to show that even in the prophets, this justification by faith alone was still there. So picking up in paragraph 100, Habakkuk 2.4 says, The righteous shall live by his faith. Here he says first that people are just by faith. By faith they believe that God is favorable, 
And he adds that the same faith gives life because this faith produces peace and joy in the heart and eternal life. Isaiah 53.11 says, By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. What is Christ's knowledge unless it means to know Christ's benefits, the promises he has scattered throughout the world by the gospel? To know these benefits is properly and truly to believe in Christ, to believe that he will certainly fulfill what God has promised for Christ's sake. Scripture is full of such testimonies, for in some places it presents the law, and in others it presents the promises about Christ, forgiveness of sins, and free acceptance of the sinner for Christ's sake. Now again, we've had such a long list of passages that I could go back through and comment on each and every one of them. But Melanchthon does a good job, first of all, of stringing them together in a logical sequence, and in the meantime, showing us exactly what it means for us to be justified by faith. And that is the point of Article 4 of the Augsburg Confession, to prove that we are, and not not even to prove, to assert that we are justified by faith alone. Article 4 of the Apology is to therefore prove it as we defend our faith against those who have said, no, you have to have faith, but also you have to do the works, and especially the works that the Pope was pronouncing that must be done in order to be saved and to be called Christian. I'm going to stop it here. As I said, a short one as we get started on this three-episode-a-week format. I do want to encourage you to listen to the Confessional Corner every Monday, to listen to Digging Deeper every Thursday, and then Pro Wrestling America continues to be on the Wednesdays to have that time of being able to talk about pro wrestling and some things that are exciting to me and I hope to you as well. But also we have Moments of Meditation On here, the classic ones on the podcast, but also coming up the end of this month, I am doing them live again on the local radio WIBK 96.9, which is also the radio station upon which our Sunday morning services are broadcast. So I encourage you, if you are in the area of Iroquois County, Illinois, to definitely look that up as it comes about on Memorial Day. Uh, this year, going through the book of Genesis, especially the first 11 chapters, to see why we can believe the Bible from the very verse first. Because there are many, even Christians, who want to say, no, that first 11 chapters, all the way up to Abraham, is all fable and myth. That's the theology that we have to wrestle with, with the moment's meditation. Just one of the many theologies that are out there that we wrestle with that I hope this podcast does help inform you and strengthen you to be able to do that. Amen.